To Goonies World. My name is Goonie, also known as Colin, and I'm here today joined, as always, by Ryan, also known as Meanie. Hello. And Sean, also known as Johnny Pharaoh. Greetings, everyone. I'm ready to hunt some vampires. And hunting some vampires is precisely what we'll be doing. Well, maybe not hunting, more like uh... slaughtering. <laughs> uh, Slave. joining them, sort of. Now, you think you, you had attempted to uh, get sort of accepted into this LARPing group um, by, you know, because ben, Benny, Benny King was going to take your uh, uh, so, sort of application, if you will, to the, uh, the person running the game. And this has been, uh, you know, a couple days have passed uh, since then. And, uh, you know, I mean, DJ has gone home and, you know, nobody's <laughs> talking about in any serious. I mean, obviously you guys are, uh, you know, conspiratorially whispering about vampires and, and whatnot, but you know, Detective Dwayne and, and the camp counselors and everybody. I mean, nobody's, nobody else is, is, has mentioned that uh, at all. Um, it's as far as I mean, the, the, the sort of official story is that uh, uh, you know DJ got lost in the woods and was dehydrated or, or you know whatever. Um, um, now I. Dude, I did have some things that I wanted to do uh, in the interim uh, while we are waiting to get see if we are accepted. Um, mainly, I wanted to see if I could... Uh, I don't know how likely it would be if, if they have uh, garlic at the cafeteria. So I was going to try to get some of that. Oh. Uh. So yeah, I think it is perfectly reasonable for you to have snuck into the uh, the cafeteria at uh, what's it called? Is it the Great Gray Horn? Yeah, great Gray Owl. Owl Hall. Yes. yes. Um, and I was wrong about the uh, the cabin names, uh, obviously, uh, um, earlier. When you go back and listen, and <laughs> did I get it right? Yes, of course you got it right. I heard it. I was mistaken. The one time I've ever been wrong, it was <laughs> left in, not edited out. 
<laughs> well, you know, every, everybody uh, misremembers stuff, especially when we have occasionally, and just, you know, a little peek at the man behind the curtain. Sometimes there are, are several weeks between uh, recordings, and sometimes we do two in a day or two or three in a day, so you just never know. Um, yeah. Sometimes we do edit, but only when there's a clean break. Yeah, that's right. Um, but yes, I do think it is perfectly reasonable that uh, you would have been able to sneak into the uh, Great Grey Owl Hall's kitchen and uh, snooped about for garlic. However, I don't think they would have, you know, like fresh garlic. They probably have garlic powder. Yeah, I figured they wouldn't have, like, yeah. the balls of garlic hanging down. Um, yeah, well, powder will have to do. I'm not sure uh, what effect garlic powder might have on vampires. They might also have, you know, they have those little glass jars, like refrigerated glass jars of, like, garlic and, uh, like, oil or whatever, or water. Oh, yeah. You might also yeah. be able to find, uh, probably also find something like that. Yeah, some garlic oil would help. Is that an essential oil? I don't know. I actually don't know what defines an essential oil. I don't either. Essential <laughs> uh, for the Vampire Hunter kit. Yes. yes. So, uh, is there anything else that uh, either of you would like to do uh, in the sort of day and a half or so between uh, where we left off and where we're going to pick up? Um, another thing, I actually don't know if this is possible, would be to... Um, I mean, it would be helpful if we had some holy water, or at least some water that we thought was holy. Um, but I don't think they would have any of that lying around here at the camp. And um, I didn't know if Plunger was a, considering himself an ordained minister of any kind. I am an ordained minister, but I'm not an ordained priest. Oh. That's a big difference. Oh, darn, yeah. You don't I'm have that a, kind of minister. power. No, I am a minister in the uh, Global Life Church, of course. But uh, I don't have that sort of uh, the sort of holy power to create holy water, no, unfortunately. All right, we'll have to do without that and just uh, rely on our uh, crucifixes. And uh, We still have our popsicle stick crucifixes. Yes. 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 And you had made some toothpick uh, kind of traps. I don't know if you still have those. Yeah, I uh, I don't think those will be effective unless someone is barefoot. <laughs> <laughs> right, true. And then it might only like I I don't know how how much it would actually work if someone stepped on like because I was picturing it as like like a platform that's like that kind of styrofoam stuff where you can stick toothpicks down in it so the toothpicks are sticking up out of it. And but their you know toothpicks are n- not super strong or sharp. So if somebody stepped it on stepped on it. I'm not sh- exactly what, sure what would happen. Maybe they would just break, and maybe one or two might pierce the sole of the foot. Pull um, a bit. But then again, you know, like I said, you got to be a barefoot to do anything, but uh, I'll keep... Those are in my backpack. I made a couple of those. And uh, we definitely need steaks. But I think we had some that were uh, popsicle, but I think we need some 
probably why we're waiting we can make some real steaks uh, out of some twigs or something yeah there's I mean you're you're you know in a, in a forest uh, it would not be difficult at all to find you know some branches uh, fallen branches and, and, and sort of I don't know if you have a knife sharp enough to actually sort of whittle them down but I imagine you could figure something out yeah with army knife should be appropriate I would think that would be plenty yeah so you've got some garlic dehydrated and jarred uh, and uh, how many steaks would you like Ugh. we better have made three steaks I have them equipped to my chest like a bandolier well we better make uh, however much we can however much we can however much we can make in a in whatever time we can like because uh, we don't know how many vampires we're going up against. I still am not convinced they are actual vampires. Could not be. This could very well not be Nosferatu activity. This could very well be some very confused young people who have taken things a bit too far. And I would not want to stake a dozen or more of uh, young goths. <laughs> yes. Um I I just want to be on the safe side just in case they are real vampires. And I will only uh, stake at uh, one-fourth of my power. Uh, just because that'll be enough to destroy a vampire, but, uh, but not may- maybe a real person. All right, so I'm imagining... Uh these two uh, young guys with their sort of like bandoliers of, of stakes and like one hand with a popsicle stick crucifix and like uh, you know I don't know where you got the garlic in, the, in your hand or in a pocket or, or what but uh. yeah um cause he also is, has his uh, robot claw oh he's right great. of course he's <laughs> that's his uh biggest weapon, so uh, he's got some... I, I would say he's gripping the crucifix with that, and his stake with the other hand, and and maybe around uh, his neck he can uh, have some... Maybe he made a necklace of um, some garlic powder. Uh, or maybe he has that in his pocket. Just like a like a little plastic container of garlic powder like with a little like whatever it's two ounce like little round uh <laughs> like garlic tons. dipping sauce <laughs> Papa John's <laughs> no. <laughs> no uh like yeah just uh just like a little uh actually you know if he could uh get some Spoons or something, he could like uh, use that to fling it, like some plastic spoons from the cafeteria. He could use that like a slingshot, kind of. Okay. All right. Well, um, with that uh, set up, it uh, it's a, it's it's like. Not the next night, but the night after. Uh, 
when you are once again around the uh, campfire making s'mores and, uh, you know, toasting marshmallows, but not really just literally carbonizing them um, as you do. And, uh, you know, there have been some uh, scary stories told, as is custom. And uh, Ben hasn't, Benny hasn't been here. Uh, he must have been busy doing something else. Um, but you do get Elliot. Uh, he's here and, and uh, you know, acting kind of. You know, he's not. He's not. He's not really into the scary stories too much. They kind of scare him a little bit. He's a little bit younger, and uh, the, you know, he's a little sensitive to uh, to the scary, scary uh, stories. But um, Benny does, as you're sort of uh, getting ready to just call it a night and go back to your cabin. Um, Benny sort of approaches. Uh, out of the darkness uh, into the sort of radius of the glow of the dying fire. And, uh, he sits down and says, Hey there, Plunger. Hey, Dickie. Greetings. Hello. I suppose you bring word from the Grandmaster. That's right. You've had your vote then? Well, I wouldn't say we voted on anything official but they would like to meet you hmm yeah I bet they would well I guess that's our only way in very well lead the way then well we can't go right now it'll be a little bit later I'll tell you what boys I'll come by your cabin and give you a little secret knock be like this. And that's how you know it's me. Okay. Alright then. We'll play it your way, Mr. King. Alright now, you can expect me. Oh. Probably about 11.30. Alright, we will have to make sure we are sneaking out effectively. We can't be followed or alert any of the uh, patrolling uh, guardsmen. Alrighty then. If you're sure you're ready, I'll meet. I'll, I'll I'll come and get you, just like I said, and take you to meet the the group. How's that sound? We were born ready. All right then. Well, you boys have a wonderful rest of your evening, and I'll see you here in a little while. He says, and. uh disappears once again into the darkness and uh Elliot who has overheard this says uh you're not gonna go with him are you uh well we have no choice this is what men do right but there's no need for you to endanger yourself in this operation you don't have the training no uh, you're far too too green for this this mission of ours I really don't think you should go, but it's, I mean, it's its up to you, I mean, of course, I mean, but it seems really, really dangerous. Well, Elliot, there's something very important that you will need to do. This is my conspiracy journal. If anything should happen to me, 
You need to mail this to Melvin Grubb at the Hargate Federal Penitentiary in Nevada. Do you understand? Melvin Grubb, uh, Hargate, Hardgate Penitentiary. Yes, their instructions and the address is on the interior of the front cover. An envelope that's glued to it. It's very important. Oh, okay. Yeah, and um, also, uh, you tell tell Maria uh, that uh, I loved her and uh, and I always will love her. And my sure. death can't change that. My I my love will will echo for eternity. Dude, you met her once. We had secret rendezvous together, and uh, you don't know about those. Well, rendezvous, that sounds kind of hot. Oh, yeah. Smoochin' was going on. Well, I I trust you guys, you know what you're doing, so I'll mail this to to Hardgate, and uh, I'll tell Maria that you love her if that's if you're sure you want me to but but i mean it's not you know it's not it's not going to be necessary because i mean it's not you know right because it's not really it's just like you guys are going to be fine right well uh one can hope so one can hope so yeah i mean we go in never really knowing for sure but uh so far we've always prevailed so we've survived worse than this He says as he starts to, <clears throat> he you gave him the conspiracy notebook, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. He he grabs that, he takes it and and uh, slides under one arm and kind of sulks back in the direction of uh, the cabin. You coming? Of course. All right. And uh, it's going to be uh, probably, you know, a couple hours before uh, Benny is scheduled to show up. Is there anything you would like to do in the interim? Uh, Me- meditate. Practice uh, a staken. I'm doing a meditation technique that the Buddhist monks used to use before they went into battle. It's a special type of Buddhism. It's not well known. I wish we had uh, the. Uh, I wish we had a copy of that. Well, I guess we still have the photos we can look at of the uh, Masquerade uh, players' book or whatever, and maybe we can uh, get some clues if they are playing a game. We we want to make sure we know the rules, and then we can. Uh, uh, Apply our own rules when they least suspect it. Yeah, so kind of what I was, uh, <laughs> what I was planning on doing, uh, really was um, just making shit up, uh, <laughs> like whatever whatever seemed like it would fit the moment. That's the power that is being invoked, and then you know, mm-hmm. oh, I'm hypnotizing you now. Huh? Roll a d six or whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, uh, so we have some uh, battle Buddhist meditation and some staking practicing going on. 
And uh, right around 1130, uh, you get a knock at your cabin door, which I have already forgotten what I... <laughs> the secret knock that I did five minutes ago. Mm-hmm. So Cut I can paste that earlier. Yeah, exactly. Uh, knock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's him. I think it's time. Let's do this. Now, uh, you know one uh, one way to tell if it's a vampire is uh, to see. If Benny wants to come in before we head off, uh, and well, well, we don't invite him in, and see if he... Well, that's not going to work. Let's just go. Let's just go. So you open the door, and uh, Benny is standing uh, outside with a bit of a smirk on his face. As he, he just sees almost constantly smirking. He's just a smirking asshole. And he says, all right, you boys ready now? course i was ready three hours ago yes all right the question is are you ready oh yes i'm so ready he says now now just follow me and he starts walking off into the woods all right and uh you walk for quite a ways um while this is while we're walking I'm looking out for owls because even though we're deep into this vampire business, Dickie really wants to see an owl, so he's gonna, you know, make some some checks, you know, some uh, I don't know what kind of role that would take, brains or whatever. Yeah, I think brains uh, <clears throat> brains makes makes perfect sense. Say, uh, you know, owls are pretty common. You probably only need like a f- f- four or five, five, call five. Okay. And I rolled an eight. All right. Yeah. Well, actually, you do uh, spot uh, an owl sort of sitting on a tr- branch high up in a tree, sort of looking down at you. Um, it's d- sufficiently dark that you can't really tell what it is, but the big glowing eyes in the tree just give it uh, right away. Jackpot. Check it out, Plunger. Oh, the beauty. The beauty. The real beauty. Um, Good so, so majestic. Oh, yes. So mysterious and wise. Like me. <laughs> so, uh... You are led through the woods. And Benny ignores the owl business completely, of course. Um, he is not quite as interested in owls, unfortunately. Um, but he um, stops. And you feel like you're pretty close to Prospector Pond. But he stops you and pulls out a couple blindfolds and says... Now you wouldn't mind putting these on, would you? <laughs> oh, is that necessary? I mean, yeah. even if you do blindfold us, we know these woods so well. Uh, we know the terrain. We'd be able to tell exactly where we were just by uh, our uh, the what the sensation on our our uh, feet. 
And I have no fear of the blindfold. If I, um, I have, through superb training, my other senses are uh, allow me to uh, find my way about uh, merely by the uh, feel of the the air on my uh, on my face and my, the smells and sounds. You may do your worst with your blindfold, sir. As my colleague says, this is our world. This is our woods, not yours. These are not the pines of Georgia or whatever it is you're from. South Carolina. Hmm. Well, they probably have stupid, uh, deciduous woods there, not uh, these magnificent, uh, tall trees here in the northern, in northern California. Uh, we'll, we'll play your game. Feel free to put on your blindfold. So, uh, are you going to put them on then? I will. Yeah. All right. Well, he uh, uh, once you get them on, he uh, puts your grabs each one of your hands and puts one upon each of his shoulders uh, to kind of lead you the rest of the way. And you walk uh, a little bit further, uh, a couple more minutes, and uh, he says, "All right, now." How about you? Well, it's probably most appropriate for you to get down on your knees, and then and remove the blindfold when I when I tell you. Um. So, <clears throat> I as we're walking, I did want to uh, try to s- secretly take out my compass and um. Just to see what, because he is kind of full of shit when he says he knows, you know, these back, these <laughs> right, woods. Right. Uh, so he wants to know what, at least what direction they're heading. So I want to, and if I fail, I'll also get a uh, adversity token. So see if I can pull that compass out. Let's see. I mean, I guess that would probably be... That would probably be grit. Okay. And, uh... Mm, I have to, like, <laughs> scroll between these fucking pages. Um... And, uh, and I will say, whatever, what you roll will determine the degree of success. Okay. I rolled a six. Um, so you're pretty sure that the direction you were led uh, from the point of putting the blindfolds on was to the north, which would be in the direction of Prospector Pond. Okay. All right. And uh, you can hear what sounds like a fire crackling and some... Uh, I assume you guys got on your knees as requested. And, um, and you, 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 but you hear, and you can even feel like kind of the radiant heat uh, sort of coming off of, of what must be uh, some kind of small fire. Um, and you can hear... Some uh, a couple voices sort of murmuring, uh, discussing something, um, 
And then uh, Benny says, all right, now. Why don't you go ahead and take off them blindfolds? All right. All right. And when you take them off, you see that you are um, on your knees, of course, um, sort of next to this small pond. Uh, And it's not particularly large at all. And there are three people on the other side of it standing behind a fire. One of them is Benny. One of them is a uh, dark-haired girl uh, who looks to be a bit older, but is is not Tracy. And uh, as well as sort of another kind of uh, older goth-looking dude with uh, like a is like more more punk rock than goth. Really, he's got like a leather jacket and almost uh, almost a sort of kind of guy you might expect to hang out like with Derek or something. All right now, says Benny. This is our little group here. Greetings. Dickie Plunger. This is Kendra. And over here, this is Mark. Kendra and Mark. That's right. Okay. Are either of you Egyptian by any chance? Did he ask if we were Egyptian? Says Kendra. I think that answers my question. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Um, well, it's a pleasure uh, to meet your acquaintances. Uh, I would prefer to be called Bot Boy from here on out. As you can see, I am armed, no uh, pun intended. Uh, I am half robot, and I am also half vampire, good vampire. Yes, and I shall be referred to as Dr. Otto Von Hammer, the fearless vampire hunter. And we've come here to learn more about your little game. It appears our friend DJ found it quite overwhelming. Well, what would you like to know, boys? Well, first of all, we were the ones that found DJ. We discovered his almost lifeless body inside of Sabretooth Cave. If it wasn't for us, I don't know if he would have made it, or maybe he would have been turned into a bloodsucker himself. He's under the impression that someone flipped him a mickey. Well, that's most unfortunate. I don't know what a Mickey is. Well, you, it's because you're not up on 1940s detective films, as I am. I've written a treatise on the subject, as you're well aware. Oh, yes. Now, you're telling me that you got, you boys found DJ. Now, are you sure about that? He says, and starts waving his hands around uh, in an attempt to... Uh, uh. To hypnotize Fight it. You. Fight it off, Plunger. And uh, I, I will I'll speak my mantra quietly in my mind. And uh, I, I'm just going to have it be a very simple D6 versus D6 highest uh, wins. And he rolls a two. <laughs> I also have a two. <laughs> oh, my God. I rolled a one. <laughs> oh, no. 
Yeah, so are you sure about that? Are you sure you boys found DJ? Uh, oh, well, we thought it was DJ. Was it? A, was it? A, you're playing tricks on my mind. Uh, uh, maybe it was a doppelganger. Or maybe it was a robot. Or maybe oh, it was a dream. Maybe it was a dream. No, no. Maybe. Since I tied him, I'm going to interpret that as just barely even listening. You know what I mean? Just repeating my mantra. Yeah, there's the, that's a, a tie is neither a success nor a failure, so he does not success succeed in hypnotizing you. Um, Plunger, fear. you you need to 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 uh, uh, give me this spell, clear mindedness spell. I'll slap him. Fear is the mind killer. You shall not be afraid. Clear, clear, the, clear your head. Ow. Uh, yes, I, I see it's all coming back to me now. Yes, you have no power over me. I saw what I saw. We are servants of a secret fire. Your powers are meaningless here. Oh, well, that is most unfortunate. Says, uh, Benny... Well, hmm, I'm not sure what uh, what I should do about you, he says. Well, you need to answer for what you've done to DJ. But Dickie, I didn't do a thing to Paul DJ. Mm-hmm. You've been acting uh, coy this whole time. We've known you, just kind of denying everything, but mm, with that little smirk on your face. <laughs> yes, it's not so cute anymore. Also, DJ said that a girl, an attractive woman, flipped him the Mickey and was leading him off to play your little game. Was it you, Kendra, who flipped him the Mickey? I have no comment, says Kendra. The honeypot of this operation is quite clear. Yes. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourselves? Uh, Kendra, is it? Uh, how how many? Uh, how how many thousands of years old are you? Oh, uh, she just gets this like slow growing grin on her face. Hmm. That many, I guess. And, uh, was it Mark? Uh, or Matt? Yeah. Mark? Yeah, 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 Mark. Yeah, that's me, bro. Yes, uh, so, uh, are you, uh, who is your master? Who do you serve? Well, like Kendra. We all serve Kendra, man. I see. Well, perhaps Kendra would be interested in this. And I'll pull out one of the popsicle stick crucifixes. <laughs> All right, well, Kendra hisses and throws her hands up in front of her face. <laughs> oh, she doesn't like that. Oh, no. That's right. The power of Christ compels you. Oh, oh no, no. <laughs> she says, and Benny, Benny jumps into action and says, Where did you know? 
there really is an owl bear here in the here in these woods, and I can control it. He says, and uh, impossible begins attempting to summon the owl bear. Okay. Okay, we gotta take action now. I counterspell. All right, by moving my hands in the opposite directions of what he is saying and attempting to speak whatever he might be speaking backwards. <laughs> I counterspell. All right, roll a d6 to, against it. He rolled a fucking one. Six. Oh. You're counterspelled. Take that. Oh, d- d- curse you, Plunger. That owlbear. I need that owlbear. I'm Dr. Otto von Hammer, and I shall not be trifled with. Oh, sorry, Dr. Hammer. And uh, that owlbear can't save you now. Damn you. Damn you all. Um, so it's kind of it's kind of combat-ish, but it's not really <laughs> combat. But uh, so uh, uh, anyway, uh, Benny tried to summon the owlbear, air quotes, um, and and uh, Hammer successfully counterspelled. What would uh, what would uh, uh, what would you say, Botman or what was it? Bot boy. Bot boy. Yes, yes. What would Bot boy like to do? Um, I. Am uh going to ch- charge up my arm for extra strength, and uh, wa- I'm going to warn them that uh, in just a few minutes they will be uh, powerless against me. Because they are not strong enough to face this robot claw. All right. So, are you, you, is there like a stake in the claw, or no? It's just the claw right now. Okay. Well, I don't think I'm afraid of that claw, there, bot boy. <laughs> well, you better get afraid of that because it's it's gonna hurt. You have one chance to save yourselves, and that is to tell the truth. But to help you do it, I cast Mystic Truth of Azathoth. Oh. Forcing you, compelling you to speak honestly. All right. About these dark goings-on here at Alcamp. All right. Bro. Listen, bloodsuckers, you'll tell us the fate of DJ. How did he end up in the cave with bite marks? All right. This, oops, I dropped my D6 on the floor. All right, uh, and Benny rolls a three. Oh no, I've rolled a two. Curse, curses. Well, I'm afraid I don't. I don't know anything about that, as I've already told you repeatedly. Says Benny, who then proceeds to uh, say, "Transformation form of wolf," and then gets down on his hands and knees and begins growling. But it's no, he's not obviously a wolf. He's just Benny on the all fours. Uh, he's, um, he's lycanthroping in front of us. We must attack the master. Yes. Where do you think you're going, girly? Get over here. Yeah, what? No, no, she says. Oh. I'll stalk towards her, you know, with the crucifix. The power of Christ compels you! The power of Christ compels you! Over and over and over. Well, the wolf, uh, the wolf, Benny, um, snaps and growls at you as you approach. Take the wolf, bot boy. I'll deal with the, with the master vampire. 
Yes, I will take care of this mangy wolf. All right, what are you gonna? What are you gonna? Gonna <laughs> snap at him with your uh, bot arm? Yes, it's made of pure silver, which uh, will destroy this werewolf. All right, so um, let's see. Um, body roll, perhaps. Uh, body roll. Is it not a oh, fuck? See, I have to scroll <laughs> through the fucking goddamn PDF again to find the fucking uh, brawn fight. Or oh yeah, fight. Oh fight, yeah, yeah, fight. Well, that's pretty low for me, but which just makes sense. I'm a nerdy twelve-year-old, so um, I roll. I will roll a d6. Well, and uh, yeah, uh, I'm gonna have. And- Benny actually make a fight roll as well. So if you beat a three, then you will beat his roll. And uh, I would like to suggest that uh, Plunger, who failed his last roll and would have gotten a token, that he give me a token for this. uh, Unless he wants to save it, he might need it. You can have it. You can have it. So that will at least give me uh, a plus one, I would say. Um, so, let's see. God damn it. <laughs> so I rolled a one, so with that would have made a, a two. be a two, which is not what I needed. Well, the... Uh, the snarling and snapping Benny King... Uh, evades your bot claw, uh, but you do manage to distract him sufficiently uh, that uh, Doctor Otto von Hammer has been able to, uh, you know, approach the uh, the leader Kendra. Yes, and you leave me no choice, Kendra. I hereby invoke the ancient and holy power of the stink finger, <laughs> and he's going to put his hand down the back of his pants and <laughs> put his finger in his butt, and then go try to like put it right under no. her nose it's too powerful plunger it's too powerful it's the only thing that's left to us you'll knock us all out <laughs> smell it smell the stink finger blood sucker and call off your creatures of the night um all right well uh she does not have a i think this is going to be another sort of opposed fight roll but she's only got a d4 and she rolls well she rolls a three Okay. Uh, yeah, I've got a I got a D four fight. So uh, let's see here. Well, I actually also have a three. Well, that's a tie. So, we, so yeah, we struggle. Yes, I, I think that's uh, I think that's fair. She uh, she is locked not, in mortal combat. You cannot escape. She is not completely phased as you would have hoped from the stink finger, but she is uh, suitably disgusted. And indeed, <laughs> Mark, uh, for his part, seeing this madness playing out before him, uh, turns and runs into the uh, deeper into the woods. You don't know where the hell he's going. Get back here, coward! You can't run from the stink finger. I can, bro. I'm out here. And uh, well, he's the smart one. These other two will face our power. 
Um, so Benny, um, is going to attempt to take a to to fight with with Dicky and uh, take a bite out of him. He rolls a two. All right. Mm. You got to be kidding me. All right. Well, I rolled the two as well, so I guess that's a uh, we're struggling against each other now. Yes. Yes, indeed. Um. Okay. Well. Um. Makes it more dramatic that way, I guess. Uh, Kendra says. Uh, I'm I'm invoking the power of flight. She says and uh, begins running around in circles. Um, and apparently fly uh, an attempt to fly away from the stink finger. Curfew. Uh, I, um... Uh, yeah, so that would be yeah. your guys' chance to do additional stuff. Well, I hate to do this to a girl, but I will sweep the leg. Oh, my... No more games here. This is no longer a game. Hey, I've got an actual four. And she rolls a three, so she trips and falls onto the ground. (gasps) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. And, uh... Don't apologize, Plunger. She'd do the same to you. What's Dickie gonna do? Just whack, whack, uh... Uh, Benny with your silver... (laughs) Robot arm? Mm. Again. Yeah, because he's convinced that's the only thing that will hurt the, a werewolf is silver. So uh, he will take a swipe. And I got a three that time. I don't, I don't know what I needed. Uh, you needed to beat a two, which you did, because he Benny rolls a two. So um, you connect with your uh, silver bot boy arm. Oh, and Taste silver. Ah! Benny says as he, he collapses onto the ground and writhes around. Not silver. Not silver. He says, <laughs> convulsing. Now you see what has happened to your thrall, your servant. Now, Kendra, this is no longer a game. We have people who are actually hurt. If you really don't know what happened to DJ, then perhaps... There is a vampire here who is not playing a game. Have you ever considered that? Um, she uh, s- sort of gets up on her knees, and you can see that uh, you know she's she's kind of scraped up her elbows in the fall, and she's not crying, but she's uh, not happy. Okay. Uh, all right. Before we. Uh Anyone else gets hurt, why don't I make a peace offering? And then maybe we can find some type of agreement. And Dickie is going to try to uh, secretly, stealthily pour some uh, garlic oil into a can of marshmallow fluff. Okay. Travesty. Travesty. Sacrilege. <laughs> it's too great a sacrifice. <laughs> and, and so I guess I would probably need a roll for that. Uh, 
I don't know what I would need to roll for that. Yeah, I'm scrolling back up. Um, there really isn't a good, like, agility or dexterity type of, you know, like analog, I don't think. Yeah, there really Maybe isn't. Maybe flight, I don't know. I don't know if that's, like, same thing. I, I, yeah, flight's probably the closest, to be honest. All right. Now, I do have pretty good flight. I got a D12. It would be a 10. Oh, snap. Well, that is quite good. So, yes, you quite surreptitiously managed to uh, spike the fluff with garlic. Please forgive me. Yeah, okay. All right, uh, Kendra. And I'm going to assume I didn't notice that either. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, yeah. be whether you wanted to or not, really. Despite what I said, yeah. I Because Plunger no longer believes that they are vampires. He's just playing the game now. Right. Um, I think Dickie wants to believe they're actual vampires, but I don't know if he really believes that or not. I think well, he likes pretending. Twelve, our, yeah. yeah, we're 12. Our grasp of reality is sometimes fluid. Yeah, I think he uh, likes to pretend, and sometimes he forgets what's real and what's not real. Mm-hmm. So, but he will offer this uh, marshmallow fluff as a uh, peace offering to Benny and Kendra, both or well, I I think um, to Kendra, um, and uh, yes. Uh, Kendra, uh, would you uh, like to uh, have a, a bit of marshmallow fluff? It's it's very tasty if you've never had it before. It's a favorite of ours. Well, and what's uh, all? Just uh, just maybe just talk a little. That's all. Well, uh, you you hand her the the jar and she scoops some out on a on a couple fingers. There you go. And puts yeah. it in her mouth and makes the most foul-looking face. Aha! And you don't like garlic, do you? Out. I don't like garlic on marshmallow fluff, you fucking sicko! <laughs> she says, spitting. Yeah, but you especially didn't like the garlic. Because it burns, doesn't it? It burns your mouth. I believe that garlic would have had a much more terrible effect on a living vampire. Well, she's coated her mouth uh, with protective uh, saliva or something. Friends, it's time for us to faith reality. We may be playing a game, but there is something else here in these woods that is not playing a game. If you all did not flip DJ a Mickey and take him to Sabretooth Cave and bite his neck and draw blood. Then who did? You're the vampire expert after all, apparently. You tell us. Kendra looks over at Benny, who is still, by the way, kind of, you know, playing dead on the uh, ground. In- you're, not, you're not fooling anyone, Benny. Get up. And he slowly 
as Kendra's gazing at him, sort of gets on his hands and knees and then sits on his butt. And Kendra says, I think I, I think I just got to tell him, Ben. I don't think you should, Kendra, Benny says. You better start talking. Well, it'll be it'll be easier for everyone in the long run. The truth will set us all free. Well, look, we just wanted we just wanted DJ to believe that that we were really vampires, you know. So, you are guilty of this. Well, yeah, sort of. But I mean, it was just a it was just a prank, you know. The prank has gone too far, because. A gentleman who could have been an owl aficionado is now forced to go back to his loveless home where his parents did not want him. And it is all your fault. So I want you to think about that next time you look in the mirror, Kendra. Yeah, I just just went too far. Sorry, Benny. Yeah. Games have consequences. And uh, did you ever think that uh, by... By really biting uh, someone's neck, you could actually uh, invoke the magic of the vampires and create a real vampire. No, no, it wasn't even a real bite. It was just, you know, some corn syrup and food coloring. Mm-hmm. I see. Hmm. I, I don't know. That neck was inspected. Uh, not my me. I think Plunger, you inspected it. Well, I check for his pulse. I didn't want to uh, inspect it too closely, lest I contract a, ne- a necrotic infection of some sort. Yeah. So I, I kept my distance. But I think we've solved this mystery. And I, th- I imagine we could be persuaded to forget your little indiscretions, provided that. You give me your phone number, Kendra, so that I could uh, possibly call you to consult you on vampiric matters in the future. Yeah, okay, okay, sure, yeah, okay. All right. Uh, I mean, I yeah. do know a lot about vampires, but, I mean, you know, just like pretend vampires. I don't know if, about, like, real ones. You are now banned from these woods forever. But, uh... Barring the policies and procedures of the uh, Council of uh, Great Hooters Owl Camp, of course, which may require that they stay here till the end of Owl Camp. Well, maybe, Benny, but this Kendra, do you even go to Owl Camp? No. I didn't think so. Oh, well, that's disappointing. Well, what do you do in your summertime? You know, I just, like, hang out and stuff. I mean, I, and you know, play these games and, and run these games and and stuff. Uh, hey, where did Mark go? Mark. Of course, he's, he's run. Yes, it is too much for him. He couldn't handle it. He could not handle the power of the stink finger. Yeah, that was pretty pretty gross, dude. Well, I, I as far as I knew, I was dealing with a... A Coptic Egyptian daywalker, and I needed to use every tool at my disposal, even the stinky one. <laughs> well, she turns around and starts yelling, Mark! Mark! 
Well, if there is something out in those woods, we don't want something to happen to Mark. Mark could run afoul of the owlbear, who I'm afraid is all too real. Yeah. Perhaps we better go see, after See, now him. you've put us in a predicament. You've put our lives in danger, especially Mark's. But uh, maybe you better stick with us. Vethra, right. are you coming, Benny, to look after your comrade? Well, I suppose it wouldn't be right if I didn't. I suppose not. Mark! 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 It's okay, Mark. It's all over now, Mark. It's all over. So you guys spend a, a good uh, period of time trying to hunt down Mark, but you, and you never do manage to f- find him. Um, although... Uh, at one point, um, as you're just, you know, traipsing through the woods and, and hollering after Mark, um, one solo bat does fly out from you don't know where, um, low, kind of over your heads and into the darkness. Oh, do you see that? Lumpia. That was definitely a vampire bat. Or a... Ferratu. Yes. Exactly. Mark was the real deal this whole time. He was the vampire all along. Wow. And with that, I think uh, that will wrap us up. Um, p- possibly a slightly truncated uh, episode in length, but, uh, you know... I, I kind of thought the last episode was, was going to be the last one, so uh, mm-hmm. to, you know, to milk another hour-ish out of it was pretty, pretty good. Yes, yes, and, and next time we'll be back with something completely different that we haven't even decided on yet. Very, yes. very true. So we will see you next time, but until we see you again, beware of the darkness, my friend. Vampire.